It's okay, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> He's heard that a lot. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Legends of Loam. I'm your host and game master, Jonathan Banner. Welcome to the table. Quick note, this episode is a little shorter than I wanted it to be, but due to forces outside of our control, namely Tropical Storm Zeta, it is what it is. So to make up for this, I've included some after-game banter at the end of the episode. It's us packing up, so it's a little rough, but still enjoyable. And now, let's get back to the intro. I'm Joel, and I play Maud Brattle, level 4 Great Old One Warlock. I'm Heather, and I play Willow Lightstep, the level 4 Thief Rogue. Hi, I'm Matt. I play Barnabas Bulwark, the level 4 Devotion Paladin. The story so far. Our three heroes wake up to find themselves in a strange place. A series of trials to test their skills. They have no personal belongings with them. However, they are surrounded by pedestals filled with items of all sorts. After some brief examination and a few good skill checks, they seem to be magical items associated with the different deities of the realm. Willa grabs the first shiny object she can find, the Circlet of Milia, the god of civilization and family. Maud searches for a deity he knows and chooses the Bracelet of Acorn, the god of the sea. Barnabas looks around for a weapon and finds the Hilt of Amuto, the deity of transformation magic. They work together to get through the trials, but eventually they find themselves in an arena where they must fight to the death, or poof, as people seem to disappear the second they drop unconscious. In the last few moments, Maud is able to get the upper hand with his magic and is the last man standing. They all wake up from this dream, holding on to the magical item that they had chosen. The next day, our heroes stumble across each other in the real world, in the city of Kingsland. Barnabas is in the service of Melia at the local temple, Willa is transporting a large crate of suspicious origin across the continent, and Maud... Well, Maud is looking for answers after a chance encounter with a creature of ancient origins. As they meet and discuss what happened, the High Priestess of Milia tells them the best place to find the answers is in Hightower, which is, you know, conveniently, where both Maud and Willa were already headed. Our heroes set out, but along the way trouble finds them, and the crate Willa is transporting is stolen, and they rush off to find the thieves. After a full two episodes of hijinks, they retrieve the box and discover what is inside. An unusual sword that seems impossibly sharp, and highly impractical to use. Seriously, it's got this swinging blade thing that makes it incredibly dangerous to anyone near it, including the wielder. Anyway, after they rush off into the night, they have finally made their way to Hightower, the capital of the human continent. Now that our heroes have reached the destination, it's time to split the party. Willa heads off to find her contact at a rather sketchy tavern, the Fox's Quiver. Her contact isn't there, but she leaves a message with the barkeep. Meanwhile, the boys head off to find the Temple District, to gain access to the libraries of Scientia, the god of knowledge. They end up speaking with Priestess Vil Battlestone, who leads them down into the massive underground library of Scientia. Once she realizes who they are, Vil starts to grill them about their experience inside the Champions Arena. The three of them talk into the night, and they forget about Willa. Speaking of Willa, she has spent most of her day up in the temple, 
waiting for the boys. Once it gets dark, she decides to call it a night and head to a local tavern for the night, leaving word with an acolyte that she will return in the morning. The next day, Maud heads off to the Wizards University to check their library. Barnabas waits at the temple for Willa, and once they are reunited, they head back to the Fox's Quiver for lunch, and to, hopefully, deliver the crate Willa's been carrying across the country. Meanwhile, Maud has made his way into the library and met a very interesting librarian, Dagoon, a beholder. After weighing his options, Maud decides to trust this beholder and tell him what's been happening. Dagoon leads Maud back to his office, where he produces a book covered in sea salt. As Maud studies this strange book and gets lost in its contents, Willa finally delivers the sword to her contact and quickly takes the money and runs. When she and Barnabas make it back to the temple, they seek out Priestess Battlestone to continue their tale. As evening sets in, Maud finally breaks away from the book and arrives back in time for bed. Our heroes head to sleep and have some troubling dreams. I think we just had our call to action. I didn't. I mean, I don't really know what made sense. Well, after, None of that made sense to me. <laughs> after we tell you, you're going to have a call to action, too. Ah, okay. <clears throat> what, what is it that we're telling her for call to action? About the dream. Okay. Before y'all, like, decide more things off <laughs> out of character, uh, it is morning. There's definitely, like, a bell that they ring in the morning to wake up, like, the acolytes, at least, and whatnot. And because none of you are doing watches, you certainly had more than enough time for a full rest last night. So the bell wakes you up. You can turn over and go back to sleep. I don't know why some of you would want to go back to sleep after some of those <laughs> dreams, but the choice is technically yours. Or you can get up and they're doing breakfast in the mess hall. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like after I woke up, like I, I after I woke up from the dream, it might have still been like an hour or two before the bell. No, no. I think the bell woke the you bell, up from yeah. the dream. Mm, okay. Like, I think you, even after your vision faded, you still heard that coin flip, mm-hmm. just the sound of it and nothing for a while before it turned into the bell ringing, and that's what woke you up. Okay. Or at least it felt like a while. Dreams have that weird <laughs> timeness. Okay. Well, I'm going to kind of sit up, and I'm not going to say anything to you, Mod. <laughs> not because I don't like you. And I'm going to go to, like, the... It's not like... I, I would assume that there's, like, an area for, the like, the public to go pray, like, that we saw earlier. Mm-hmm. And more like an area for agents to kind of go pray, like agents of the church. Yeah. Like, more of a dedicated chapel space. There's more like there is a quiet space for reflection that doesn't have any specific deity in it mm-hmm. or anything. That, or there's almost, like, small... In each of the dormitory areas for each deity, there are small, almost like, cupboard is wrong, but... Um, <laughs> like a niche? Yeah, like like a confession box, but without a priest on the other side. Okay. There's no window that opens. It's just like a small area you can close off and be by yourself. going to go into one of those then for a little bit, and I think I'm going to try to contact Melia for some guidance or insight on the stream. Because not that I don't trust Amudo, but I feel closer to Melia, so. <laughs> so, uh, 11. Okay. Um, what are you saying? Just give me guidance? Yeah, give me guidance. 
or like comfort at least because I'm pretty freaked out. I think you have a memory that comes up in your mind of Father Kane talking to you when you were young. Anytime you feel scared or alone, that the Church of Milia is there as your family. And that brings you some comfort. Okay. Well, I'm going to leave and go get food. Okay. So I probably, since I didn't get a bath last night when I came in, I'll probably just grab a bath this morning and then head to go get food. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go on to the kitchen area and grab something to eat. And I'm going to keep an eye out for um, Bill. Just to see, since she has had all of this time to query us, I'd like to see if she's found anything in her research as far as next steps. Okay. Some of that, I think, happened when the two of them saw Mm -hmm. her. But, uh, so she's sitting down over breakfast and she's got a notebook that she's Mm -hmm. writing a few things in uh, when you come over. It's like, oh, oh, yes, dear. Uh, How did you sleep? Um, oddly... Had some mm. strange dreams. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, what, what what can I do for you this morning? I was just wondering if you could tell me any more with your research about what champions in the past have done, actually, or what next steps might be appropriate. Well, there's only there's only been a number of instances of this recorded. I think it was two. It was two or there three. There were three and two champions. Two champions. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, they've all been a number of years ago, and at the time, they did not do a great amount of recording of uh, what happened to the people and everything. But from what I can see, most of them led normal enough lives. They were called by their deities every um, to achieve a few tasks throughout their life, but most of them, most of them are forgotten to history. That was one reason we've been so demanding on the information uh, from you three. We have several diaries and what and stuff from the previous combatants, but never. Never had three of them collaborate a story. I see. Well, thank you for your help. Absolutely. Uh, if I find anything, I will certainly let you know. I'd appreciate it. Cool. I'm going to go grab breakfast and okay. find my compadres. <laughs> I think you did that like the first thing when you get in there. By the time you finish that, you would have had your bath and are coming into the mess hall. And you would have finished your quiet time and are coming into the mess hall. So the three of you meet up at a table. You're probably most of the way through dinner or for breakfast. Most of the way through breakfast. Um, while these two are just starting. And I'm just kind of like poking. I'm going to assume we just like have a... Uh, um, eggs. Eggs. Toast. And probably sausage or bacon. <laughs> Some meat. It's probably more like patties. Okay. I'm going to be kind of poking at the food because I'm... Not really hungry, but I had nothing else to do, so I kind of look up at Willa, not really sure how I should talk to her. You okay? Who was that that you sold the blade to? Uh, just a random client. What was her name? Uh, Bray? Do you know what she wanted to do with it? Not a clue. Why is... Where'd you get the blade from? 
What's up with the Inquisition? Did you have some kind of weird dream with it in it? What? Did you? Maybe. Did you? I did. Then I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You only did because I did. <laughs> I want to be cool too, so yeah, I had a dream too. <laughs> yeah, the exact same thing happened in mine. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That's fine. I just... It's just, Willa, that I've just been kind of accepting that everything you've been telling me as it is, I've been trying to see the good in it all, but just... Just what we did yesterday was really sketchy. Really? Why did we have to go to into that really out-of-the-way tavern just for, so you can drop something off? Why did you have to go somewhere to drop it off? That was the only contact place I had to meet her, and... Do you really want to exchange large amounts of gold with everybody watching? Have you ever done business in public? You don't have to go to a really sketchy place to do business, though. If that's the only contact you have mm. with someone, it kind of is. What's up with the Inquisition? Because in my dream, I saw Bray get killed. What? Everyone in the tavern that we were at was dead. That seems concerning. And... Whoever killed Bray took the blade, and I think he's going back towards Kingsland. And I'm legitimately shocked at this point, and it's all over my face. Where did you get the blade? From Freeport, my hometown. Can I roll insight? Yeah. Okay. I mean, what? I mean that's completely true. That yeah. is completely true. 19. She's telling the truth, but she's holding back. Is it all you have to say about it? Why would I say anything else about it? It's none of your business. It's the client discretion. I had a dream about that blade for a reason. And we know it's not a normal evil sword. It might be an evil, evil sword. What? What's that even mean? What I'm saying... <laughs> I think that helping you and helping get that sword whoever bought it might have unleashed something bad. So I just want to know about it. I'm not trying to be accusatory, I just want to know. I really don't know anything else about it. Um, it was just a job delivering it for me. So if we did unleash something bad, we should probably do something about that. Do you have any ideas? Well, in my dream, I was told to go back home. So home. Kingsland, right? Well, it was Miriam who said it, so I'm assuming so. And that's where I'm assuming the figure was walking to. Okay. But there was something else that happened that I think I might want to talk to the priestess about. Later on in the dream, I saw a man suspended in a cage above darkness, and he was just flipping a coin again and again and again and again. I heard other weird figures in my dreams. We know that the other... But at least most of the other combatants must have come out of the champion's trial like us when they poofed. Yeah, I mean, I'm These still... maybe related to that? Maybe. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm not dead. Not that seems like, a, seems like a good, good call. What was uh, the priestess's name again? Vil Battlestone? Vil Battlestone. I'm going to see if she knows any lore about that blade or the man that was in the cage. 
since we're like in a intellectual hot spot, we might as well take advantage of it. Maybe she'll know who owned the blade before you got to it. Or anything about those markings and stuff on it that could be helpful. So I stand up and I kind of scan the area because I thought I saw it when I was walking in. You see her about to leave. I catch up with her pretty quick, I think, since she's a half. <laughs> she's going to return her dishes to the kitchen. She's also kind not exactly, we've learned she's not exactly the fastest walker no. either. So <laughs> I think you're good. She is decently old. Just saying. So I walk up beside her and I, you know, say good morning to her. Uh, good, good morning, Barnabas. How did you sleep? Not too well. I oh, seems to be going around. I'm guessing Willa had a dream too. Then, why would you make that assumption? Because I thought I saw her like talking to you when I walked in. Okay. Well, yes, she was talking to me earlier. Mine's a bit troublesome, and there were things mentioned in it that you might know about. Oh, uh-huh. I I know a great many things. I will help you if I can. <laughs> Okay, I'll take her dishes for her and I'll put okay. them up for her. We can go sit and talk. You take her dishes, walk two feet, set them on the thing. <laughs> well, I didn't know how close she was. I'm kidding. No, um, she appreciates it. And um, are you guys following? I'm tagging because I got a pretty good look at it over time. And I legitimately am like concerned about it. I'm like wolfing down the rest of my food and then trying to catch up a little bit. Yeah. You absolutely can. Where would you feel comfortable talking? Is breakfast kind of like winding down at this point? Yeah. yeah. Especially because you took time beforehand. Not that you ate much, but yes. Okay. I kind of feel like just sitting back down in the mess hall would be good, if, okay. especially if it's thinning out. Yeah. Okay. So she sits down and... I'm going to just say that I told her about the dream, so That's fine. we want to hear about it again. That's fine. Okay. In, in which case, you all know exactly everything that happened. Like, you're not leaving anything out? Mm-hmm. Okay. I tell her about the blade and Miriam and the weird suspended man mm-hmm. and the coin flipping. She seems troubled. Mm-hmm. She's going to do a history check. See what she remembers from her book learning. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah. She looks troubled and she pulls out her notebook and starts sketching... After a while, she turns the picture towards you and says, "Is is this what the blade looked like?" Yeah, that's, that's exactly. The one. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I kind of look over at Willow. I didn't know. Whatever it is, I didn't know. <laughs> Where did you get that? In Freeport. That is a very old relic. Really. Yes. And it's also a very dangerous relic. It was very sharp. <laughs> as, as it should be. Um, it is known by a number of different names in a number of languages, but roughly translated to common, it is called the Reaper's Blade. Some translations have it as the Reaper's Edge, but... Most translations have it as the Reaper's Blade. It is said to be able to cut through anything in one swift movement. That was almost our feet. <laughs> Did any of you... I, I take it none of you handled it, um, since you're all still here. <laughs> oh no. Actually? I did. 
Uh, oh, my. Um, well, it's it's said to be cursed that anyone who picks it up um, goes into a cold rage and starts to starts killing until the blade is satisfied. Is this like a delayed effect kind of thing? No, it seems to be fairly fairly quickly when someone grabs the handle and holds it they're struck by the need to swing it at someone and generally swinging it at someone results in severe um, lacerations if not um, detachment of body parts well both of us handled it and yeah that you're day. not feeling any killy ragey no Okay. I mean, I almost killed Mottlemere at the tavern, but that was an accident, and that was with another sword. Mm-hmm. It was also before. It was before. <laughs> cause and effect. Effect and cause? Yes. <laughs> um, interesting. You two are very lucky. She's fairly quiet after that, just thinking. And And you said you brought it here to sell or to... Yeah... Who did you, um, who did you sell that to? It was to a Bray Darkin. I, I have no idea who that is, but you, uh, you may wish to go after and retrieve this, the sword. It, if it falls into, not even to, into the wrong hands, but into the hands of someone without your inner strength, who knows, they may succumb to the weapon. Right, Okay. I guess we'll do that. Sounds like a good idea. I guess we don't have much choice at this point, given that we kind of caused the problem. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's okay, I'm not mad. I'm just <clears throat> disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> He's heard that a lot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's okay, Barnabas. <laughs> um, so I guess where we'd start out is going back to the tavern. And seeing if they know where Bray is now. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good start. Best we've got right now. She looks at you and I, as to the man in the cage, I I know of no legends or anything that talks of that. Well, at least we found something out. Thank you. And if, are either of you telling her anything about your dreams? Or just gonna go off that. I think we have enough to work with for now. I think okay. We, I think we've got busy enough schedule at this point. Okay. Mine's all fragmented, so I don't really know what to do with mine. Well, I mean, I thought you said that um, earlier that like we kind of all told her mm-hmm. our dreams when we like sat down with her. No, you s- said you were retelling it to her. If if you guys did not want to tell her your dreams, you guys did not have to have. Okay. I may have mentioned having a dream that involved the sword, but probably not much more than that, yep. unless she specifically pried. Probably at the end she would have been like, does, does that help explain your dream? I mean, she's not going to press you for it. Unfortunately, but... I think so. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think so. <laughs> this is an accurate statement. <laughs> yep. This is true. This is true. I think at this point I'm like sinking in the depths of horror <laughs> and like trying to be as small and not noticeable as possible. So we have our heading. Back to Kingsland, I suppose. Well, the end first. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
What is waiting for our heroes at the tavern? And what will they find in Kingsland? Find out next time on The Legends of Loam. I hope you enjoyed episode 13 of The Legends of Loam. As always, you can find maps, timelines, and other world-building things at our website, thelegendsofloam.com. We are The Legends of Loam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can email us at thelegendsofloam at gmail.com. Or you can find all those links and more at thelegendsofloam.com. And hey, thank you for joining our game. <laughs> I was going to say, I can hit something, what do I need to hit? Nah, just let it record, we might say. I, f- I find a lot of times we'll stop it, and then we're <laughs> going to say something that kind of affects it's it. It's important, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because reasons. I'm going to write my notes, I remember to ask next time, but just so that think about it. I do, if we have opportunity, want to stop by the Wizard's Library on the way, mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. let them know that I won't be able to stop there that, gotcha. that day. And I'm sorry, my character was so accusatory towards yours. <laughs> it had to happen eventually. <laughs> but now he's really interested where you got it from. Yeah. Hey, I did not lie to you about where I got it. But you were holding Strictly back. Speaking. Of course. Client privilege. <laughs> <laughs> so, doctor patient privilege. So you took an oath? Yeah. Thieves yeah. oath? <laughs> Something like that. It's literally just going through the hip crack of it, but using thieves can't actually say their own oath during it. <laughs> Discretion is one of my selling points, typically. Do no harm unless it gets you a big enough win. <laughs> that was a pretty big win. It was. Now you can buy everyone a magic item. Yeah. Yeah. If you I know. did say dealing with large sums of money. It's true. You did say large sums of money to yes. them, to mm. them. But to to a guy with thirty some gold, what is a large sum of money? Like a hundred gold. <laughs> I think I would. I think our friendship would be a bit more on the mend if you bought me a magic. <laughs> I like it. You You're buy, bribable. You can buy his friendship. <laughs> you guys can go back to the magic item shop titled "Magic Item <laughs> Items." Now we're going to like a nice one and buy more. Or high tower, yeah. Nice one in high tower. Yep. I'm not sure about buying more. You guys could go up another tier or two. Yeah, yeah. Also, I had a question about the sword hilt. Yes. I wanted to know if, like, this is purely cosmetic thing, but if I spend enough time with it, could I kind of, like, finagle it to turn into, like, a ring I wear around one of my horns? Or is it stuck in sword hilt? It is stuck in a hilter handle. Hilter handle, okay. I thought that'd be like pretty badass, like just going like this and metal flies out of my head. <laughs> no. Okay. Not yet. And metal flies out of my head. It's still pretty cool. You pull a handle and like liquid shoots out of it and... Uh, you pretty much have like a, a versatile lightsaber. Yeah. 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 That can't control. People. You can control it to a point. I can kind to of a sharp point. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> I'm waiting to get the fist. The oh. fist sounds cool. <laughs> it means we have to get into more combat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need to stop talking more. 
Stop talking. <laughs> yeah, Start punching time, things more. Next time we'll Stop just walk up to a random person. And <laughs> this is what happens. It works so well. Oh, I know. When they don't play I know. <laughs> I mean, we have three very charisma-based yeah. characters. It's, true. it's just one of those, it's gonna happen. It's great. Unless you actively throw random stuff that's attacking us, we're gonna talk. The thing is, I roll too well, <laughs> or I don't roll well enough. Like, it's always... Don't I, worry. I'm sure that Barnabas will try and kill me Like, again. I roll badly, <laughs> and you guys see what I'm about to throw at you, and you avoid it. <laughs> or I roll so well that they don't need to confront you in order to get what they want. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like when they just stole it instead of right. trying to uh, take, right. take it from us. Yeah, like in the woods, when you all were asleep, and yeah. they came in, and mm -hmm. like... I had totally the, stealth through. Yeah. Yeah. And they rolled, you know, they didn't wake you guys up at all. 